to, but there know? is just such a negative connotation with getting back with your ex but like yeah. it really isn't always like that like obviously what she just said like those are the situations where it's like eh. yeah but like there's situations as simple as like they moved away from the city you live in now they're moving back and you're yeah. like oh shit like do I want to like it's, it can be as simple as that sometimes yeah. and I think it's about like are they a good person or not? Am I more mature than I used to be? And just kind of like, I don't know, figuring out like where we are now. Are we going to work now? What is up, guys? Welcome back to Gin and Toxic. And we're back. We missed we're one, back. but we're back. Yes, we missed one episode last week. Uh, my fault, because... I had my so dog drama. in town. <laughs> the dog was in town. The dog was in so town. So she canceled on me. Yeah, Lily <laughs> even made like a joke towards me and she was like, you know, there's been some times that we've recorded and, you know, we've felt like shit. We were oh, like we on our deathbeds. Like, our like, worst days for this yeah, show. Yeah, and then last week I was like, my dog has anxiety. We can't. But you know what? In a, in a few weeks or I don't know when, maybe a few months, something's going to happen to me where I simply just don't feel like it. Right. And I'm going to fucking uno reverse Some, that Right. Like. Sometimes it just happens. So that was last week. But uh, in other news, look, everyone, look, turn turn it on. Turn the video on. Look, 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 look what we did. Oh, my God. It's we got so the neon good. sign. It looks so cute. We decided to put it a little bit higher up than we originally were going to because... Uh, when we have a guest on the show, their head's going to be like right yeah. below it. So we were like, we'll push her a little bit up. But it looks great. I'm obsessed. So happy. It is so fucking cute. It has like a dimmer and everything too, which is nice. I'm just jealous that it's in your room and I don't have one. Like I need one. I just we want can, one that says toxic for my room. That would be so just cute. Just like chop it. <gasps> that would toxic. be really. Wait, I'm doing that when I move. 100%. Yeah. The company, uh-huh. guys, the company that made this name glow, they are a woman owned neon sign company based out of New York City in the Lower East Side. They couldn't have been more helpful. And they quite Such, frankly pop their pussies on they, this. No, they literally pop their pussies on this one. Absolutely incredible. Shout out to them. <laughs> Period. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Amazing. And Yeah. Slay. Slay. That's it. I feel a little off because we didn't record last week. I feel like it's been a long time, but it hasn't. I almost, I was about to start the show without my mic in front of me, so. Yeah, we're like, I'm like, okay, you ready? I'm out of and it today. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, ready for a chat, but like, I'm just not like on, you know? Right. No, I totally get that, but. You have an Adderall or like, what are yeah, we doing Lily, here? Lily. I have is, a theory. Yeah. I have a theory. I know Christina does Adderall. Like, she's claiming to be like this sober queen. Ain't no fucking way this bitch thinks of things. <laughs> my brain would never go there. Like, it is insane. And you're always, you always be doing shit. Like, I just yeah guys I don't know I've been very (laughs) particular lately with the way I do things with the ways planning these episodes and everything like we'll pick a topic and I like write all this like shit up and I've just been very particular about it lately and then uh, I was explaining to Lily I don't like how this wire no this is me this is what I'm talking about right now. yeah so I don't (laughs) like how this wire is just hanging here so I told her I'm gonna put a piece of like pole over it like from the hardware store and then I'm gonna wrap the piece of pole in the wallpaper so that it like camouflages when. in with the wall. I don't know. I maybe I'm easily impressed, but I just don't <laughs> like I might have thought of that in like a few weeks. But like this bitch is like, I oh, got it's the first it. Like, mm-hmm. No, wires like mm-hmm. things like this are my biggest pet peeve with like stuff like this. Like mm-hmm. my wire to my TV that's like directly across from us. I fucking hate how it's just out. It just I can't do it. It drives me crazy. So, but then something like room, this needs there's to so be. so many wires cal- like just out in my room. I know. Like, I can't do it. I hate the wires. They need to be hidden. That's why, like, <laughs> my charger thing over there, it's like 
uh, strung behind my mirror so <gasps> the wires are Had like to. hidden. There's like a blanket in front of uh, some wires over there. Anyway, it's not the point. <laughs> Let me tell you about these Olipop cream sodas. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel so strongly about these. Yes. Do you have you drank those before? No, not before I was like here. Really? No. Not before today. No, I have. Oh, you have before before today today. when I was here. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. right. That flavor, the Olipop cream soda, so good. And then vodka in that. That's what I did last. Guys, I put vanilla vodka in it last week, and I (gasps) pre-gamed. Was so so I'm just good. A big beverage person, so I just oh, felt I love the need a bev. To share yeah, I was drinking. so I was on a Dr Pepper kick like for <laughs> weeks. I still kind of am, but I ran out of my Dr Pepper. So funny, to but me. yeah, I was on a Dr Pepper kick. But both Olipop and Poppy, like the two, you know, those like healthy soda companies nah, they're that fire. are coming out. Yeah, but they both have <gasps> Dr like, Pepper dupes. Dupe. But I tried them last week and didn't love them. They're okay, but they definitely like they. Do, first of all, they do not taste anything like Dr Pepper. The flavor was all right the coke ones taste more like coke than the dr pepper ones. really i haven't tried the coke ones this is a great conversation no because i feel passionate about this because i was like i love poppy well because i was like if these actually taste like dr pepper even like in the slightest it'll make me so happy because i'll feel okay when i have my nightly dr pep you know my (laughs) nightly doc pop so yeah but those cream soda ones are so fucking good so good i love it anyways right. though toxic uh, thing of the week. yeah let's get into toxic thing of the week kick it off tina yeah well my my toxic thing of the week i guess you would consider some would consider it toxic some would not uh basically like we said we canceled last week's episode because my dog was in town floki okay and it's her so, family's dog yes I it's a family yeah yeah, yeah. it's a family dog um it's mostly my parents and my brother's dog because i live here but when we got floki the trade-off was that I could take him to the city with me sometimes once he turns one years old. The trade-off I, because she pitched in. Yeah, exactly. I pitched yeah. in. Yeah, I pitched in for the dog. So the trade-off was I get to take him sometimes. After the trade-off was give me one. the fucking dog. Right. <laughs> right. Because yeah. I wanted that because A, like, I mean, it would be fun, obviously, to have the dog with me. And also, uh, I wanted to get, like, a taste of what it's like to own a dog in New York City because it's not like you can just, like, open. Yeah, yeah, it's a different ball game. You can't just, like, open your back door and let your dog go do its business, no. you know? You have to, like, take it out on the leash, let it go pee, pick Considering it up Considering how much and- work it is. Is so many New Yorkers love their dogs. Like uh, everyone yeah. here has a dog. Well, because it like despite this being like one of the, like you know the biggest cities, or so many people that live here get so fucking lonely. Yeah, and that was yeah. like the thing that I realized like when Floki left. Like my boyfriend's with me and everything, but like I still felt so lonely no, that like the yeah. dog's not here. You anymore. have a little buddy with you. Yeah. yeah. So the point is, is that I took Floki with me back to the city last week. I had him here for the entire week. And my dad was telling me before I took the dog here, he was like, I'm excited for you to take the dog because I want you to realize uh, that it's not that easy having a dog in New York City and it's a big responsibility and blah, 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 blah. And you might not want to get a dog anymore. You might not want, you know, that breed of dog. Like, yeah. All this stuff. He was going at a rampage because that's how my father is. He's very extreme with a lot of things. Very opinionated. <laughs> very opinionated opinionated man anyways uh my toxic thing of the week is that all that did well not the conversation but the week with the dog here did nothing but fuel my fire into getting a dog and originally i was gonna hold off i'm so guys i've been pushing for this obviously i was originally gonna hold off for like a little bit longer on getting the dog um 
But now, so I'm going to Italy in a few weeks. I'm going back to Positano uh, with Paige and our friend Kate. When I get back in June, I think it might be time. I think it might be time because I had the I think it's time. Greatest. I think it's time. I think it's time. <laughs> yeah, guys, I had the greatest week of my life last week with this dog. Also, it's not like, you know, like it was any easier because he is still a puppy. Also, Floki has a lot of separation anxiety. So the first few days with him, it felt as if I was like retraining him because like he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. He mm-hmm. went from like running around freely in a grassy backyard to yeah. like New York City concrete apartment building. He yeah. was terrified Elevators of the elevator. And, yeah. Yeah. That's so, a lot, dude. Yeah. For- so it felt like I was retraining him. Um, but I just had the greatest time, like, you know, feeding him, taking him out, like Would you, you hire know, just a having him around. If you got a puppy? I thought about this a lot. I probably and would. Or at least I, go to classes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It de- for me, it depends because, you know, I think now also another thing that this made me realize, because one of the things my dad said was like, you might realize that you might not want that breed. And I've been very dead set on a Frenchie for like years now. Uh, but I think this actually solidified that I don't think I could have any other breed in yeah. the city for my life. Like I have at least an active in lifestyle. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like. Me and my family were just squishy-faced dogs, people, pugs, Frenchies, <laughs> yeah. bulldogs, yeah. you name it. And they are great apartment dogs they are. for New York City. That's why They're so like many people have perfect them apartment dog. Yeah. yeah, so it just kind of solidified that that's like the dog for me. Um, but yeah, in terms of the trainer, it depends. Yeah. Only because Frenchies are known for being stubborn. So that's my only concern <laughs> when I go to train him. So funny to me. Is, yeah, I know. That's my only concern when I go to train no, him. Is I'm like, not doing that. Maybe he'll be a little stubborn. <laughs> like, right. Okay. No, but that's literally how they are. Oh, like, so Floki, I would bring him out and like I bring him to like the dog park and then I would bring him back to my apartment and he would like snub me and sit at my front door for an yeah. hour after we got back because he'd be like pissed that I took him away. <laughs> And I'd be like, go eat your food and relax. Like, you are drama. You're nothing but drama. So drama. He's so drama. But uh, yeah, it was the greatest fucking week of my life. So now I'm like, I don't know. Because it was either I get the dog when I get back from Italy or I would basically wait until next spring. But I'm like, I don't know if I really want to wait. Like, I just, I don't know. I just, I felt... I've felt prepared for a dog for like the longest time. Now I felt prepared even when like me and Paige were living together, but I didn't want to get, you know, a puppy while living with a roommate and have to train it to that apartment knowing that I was going to leave the apartment and might yeah. dumb off. No, that makes this sense. apartment though. I'm very confident and I'm going to be staying in for like a while. And, you know, I don't like have a roommate. My boyfriend's living with me right now, but it's like whatever. He, yeah. he actually, so my boyfriend was not really a dog not that he's not a dog person but like he didn't grow up a dog yeah he didn't yeah. grow up a dog so he doesn't have like the same appreciation <laughs> that really, like oh yeah right God. for dogs i as, grew like, up on a fucking in a zoo right <laughs> like, like we had yeah, so many animals so, in my house but he ended up getting like very used to floki and by the end of it they were like homies and like you That's know so they would like because a floki like warmed up to him like right away would like want to cuddle with him and hang out with him and all this stuff but uh yeah, it was just like the greatest week ever. So the toxic thing of the week is that uh, despite what my dad said about me, you know, it's not as easy to own a dog as you think. And I'm not saying that it isn't. I'm not saying that it is easy because it's not. It's a puppy. You're going to, you know, I'm going to be training it from the very beginning. Yeah. Um, But 
it's well, something it's gonna that, be so much work but like you know that it's not like you're like yeah it's gonna be so easy yeah no like, i'm not like oh it's gonna be like easy peasy but that's no. why i'm like well a i wouldn't get it right now anyways because i am going to italy in a few weeks but also when i get back from italy i'm like gonna slow down with my travel for a while and it'll be summertime that's like a great time to train a dog yeah you know because i'll be able to like go out with him a lot and you know, so I don't know. I just feel like I feel like it's time. And it's so funny because like my, my mom was texting me the whole week and she was like, this all this just proves that you're an amazing dog mom and you're going to make an even more amazing mother one day. Oh, my God. Like, whoa, Deb. I know I'm, my mom's crazy. Calm down. But yeah, I just like I was just giving dog mom no, you realness. Were. You like, guys should have seen this bitch. She had a fanny pack on. Uh, <laughs> that's all you. That's all I need to say. Yeah, actually. Lily saw me one day. I was walking. And I had my Prada sunnies on, slick back hair, dog <laughs> fanny pack, walking the Frenchie. Little workout outfit. Yeah, little workout. Like literally a milf. <laughs> I showed up with like a joint in my hand. Yeah, like a little hot little outfit. I was like, sorry, we're on some different waves right now. Yeah, like, it was just like okay. my favorite thing. Even bringing him to the dog park, letting him run rampant, and then like talking to all the other people about their dogs and they come up to me like your dog's so cute I'm like I know like you know and also too with the Frenchies too a lot of people like say stuff like um you know because Frenchies do tend to get like some health issues when they get older and stuff but to that I say I owned a pug my whole life and so I know how to handle those sorts of things right uh and I'm not like naive because a lot of people do get Frenchies because they're like oh my god so cute there's a lot of preventative stuff if you take care of them properly clean them properly yeah exactly like I'm gonna take them you know like I I'm very on it with like vet appointments and cleanings and I'm gonna get doggy insurance I take better care of my cat than I do myself right she goes to the doctor right. more than I do right. like, that's for sure exactly and you know what we didn't do with Tucker with my pug uh we never had uh dog insurance you know how like that's a thing we never did that but we did that with Floki and it actually is like amazing yeah you could I, get, I would, like like pet insurance I would totally do it if Beanie started to have some more like issues and yeah, stuff exactly. I would totally do I it. think it's it's worth it it's more so worth it depending on like the, the breed, breed that you have yeah, so exactly. like I would we wish we would have had it with like our pug but like at the same time that was our first dog ever let alone like dog of like that family Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. with the smushed faces and stuff so yeah I don't know but anyways that's my long toxic thing of the week we're getting a dog we're getting a dog guys we really wanted to record last week with Floki but it was literally like the day after I brought him back to the city we were supposed to record and he was like terrified still so instead me Christina and Floki and Workbay went to a brewery yeah instead we had (laughs) a fucking Brooklyn rendezvous yeah we did we went to the dog park we went to the regular park I had been to Dumbo we went to Grimaldi's we went on the ferry we went on the ferry we went to Grimaldi's. We went to Grimaldi's and he sat under the table. It was just so like cute. A, he's such a good boy. So yeah. Anyways, all right. <laughs> Our toxic things are always like so night opposite. and day. It's like, yeah. oh my god, wholesome. Like, oh my god, my boyfriend did this. Oh my god, a dog this. I'm like, mm, no, <laughs> not for me. Um, so I don't know if you guys remember the well, I know the episode with Tiff, I kind of touched on this girl having me blocked from seeing her yes, stories. Like yes, yes. We've touched on a bit of this tea. If you haven't listened to it, like, it's fine. But I've had this little, uh, I don't know what to call it, tension with this group of girls. Mm. And basically, as you guys probably know, me and Work Bay. With this group of little girls. These literally, like, 20-year-old girls, girls. Please, like, I'm going <laughs> to guess. I'm little. I mean, no, literally, like, who the fuck are you? Um, Work Bay and me broke up for a while. Like, I don't know, like, Some two months. Some tension with Alpha Delta Pi. <laughs> 
Not that. <laughs> not a pi. A pi. A fee. Sigma alpha pi. I don't know what. Zeta, blah, 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 blah. I don't know what no, any literally. of them are. They're giving like Bushwick sorority. Like that's like yeah. their energy. Anyway, um, me and Workbait broke up for like two months. And in that, you know, two months, things happen. He had a few little rendezvous with some gals. I, as did I, I've like, been using whatever. that word all the time lately. You used it. So now I'm using it. Rendezvous. I just heard you say it. I'm like, I'm getting right on that yeah, train. Like a little rendezvous. Let's go, baby. <laughs> um, that is exactly what Workbay did, actually. Yeah. <laughs> he had a good, like, three weeks where he just spiraled. And he hung out with this group of girls, backstory, and one of them he hung out with twice. Nothing really happened. But I guess she had a crush on him, whatever. It was like a, a blip of time. Yeah. They hung out a few times. That was that. And then me and him started hanging out again. So I guess they feel very salty about this situation. And if you heard my toxic confession or toxic confession, toxic thing of the week with Tiff, one of them who was like a friend of mine had like blocked me from seeing her stories. Like it just was like a weird tension thing. But when me and him got back together I was like oh I'm never gonna have to see these girls like whatever I don't care like what you made out with work bay like once like congratulations like it's like not a big deal we weren't together um and I kind of thought nothing of it but I knew eventually I would run into them because we live in the same neighborhoods and like kind of similar friend yeah and like go to the same places like there's really New York is like small dude like people the longer you live here the smaller it gets yeah which I've been hating lately like I swear like I haven't been able to go anywhere without seeing people I know which some people love I was just talking to my roommate in work bay about this like they love running into people they know oh yeah and for me like it always well I mean it depends on well of course if I ran into like you and Jet, like obviously but even sometimes like if I'm planning on going out by myself I just like I don't really want to run into people all the time like if I'm like running errands obviously if I'm at bars and stuff yeah hell yeah like I'll see people I know and say hi but like oh I don't like running into someone yeah I don't like running into someone when I'm running errands because I look disgusting no exactly that's what I'm saying like you like I cannot go to like East Village anymore and like look Mm -hmm. disgusting like I'm going to see someone my like biggest fear is like running into a guy that like I I was like dating or yeah. went on a date while I'm running errands and I yeah. look fucking disgusting and like the last time they saw me I was looking stunning yeah like I shouldn't care but like naturally as a woman I do no, so obviously like I yeah. don't know you just don't want to like look like shit running into people you know yeah um but yeah that's just been like a I've been not loving that about New York lately it's felt so small mm-hmm. um I think key is just like mixing up where you go and like whatever but anyway yeah. I knew I would run into these people eventually this group of girls but Honestly, I was like, ah, you know, it was, it's been like three months now since all this shit happened. Like they, what, they hung out twice. Like it'll be nothing. It'll be like a little awkward if I see them, but Mm. like whatever. Um, and I knew like the girl that like had blocked me from seeing her stories. I was like, oh, if I see her, like she'll say hi and we'll probably like have to like hash it out a little bit, but you know, no big deal. Like that's just what I assumed. Cause like, I didn't think it was that serious. No. Um. (laughs) Well, may I, before she continues with the story, you're right. It isn't that serious. But because these are little fucking girls. Yeah, no. They make it a bigger deal. You always, when you're younger, you make things seem like a bigger deal than they are. And they're little catty little bitches. Yeah. No, exactly. I mean, like, to me, it was like, (laughs) I would just avoid it at all costs. Like, what? But I guess when I was 18, maybe I would laugh about it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I was never really like that. I was never like, like that. I, mean, I would avoid. Are. I, I would. Okay. Well, I have to say what happened, I guess. Yeah. To yeah. Understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically I go to, I'm out with work bay. We're grabbing some drinks and his friends text us. They're down the street at this bar. doesn't matter what it's called. They're at this bar and they're like, come through, like whatever. Like we hadn't seen these people in a long time. They came out front and like greeted us. We gave them a hug and like it, 
this is important for the story because I was like, I haven't seen these people in so long. So obviously I couldn't have just like left the bar as soon yeah. as everything went down. So like we were hanging out with these people, good friends of ours. We're in the bar chilling. We're there for like two minutes. And then I walk back to go to the dance floor. And the first people I see are is this group of girls. And the girl that Workbay canoodled with, made out with once, was not there. Um, so I was like, okay, that's fine. But honestly, it's just as bad because all her friends are here yeah. and they like all are kind of in whatever. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like, well, no, that's not what happened. I actually like kind of had a panic attack. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, it was fine. Like everything oh, yeah. was fine. No. Like, I got the voice memos, you know, like the three minute voice memos, but like several of them. Several. Yeah. Several. No, I was fully panicking. Um, but I turned to work bay and I was like, oh my God. And he was like, we're leaving. Like, let's go right now. Like, fuck this. And I was like, oh, we're gonna, I'm going to look so stupid if I leave. Yeah. And then also, like, we just got here and all your friends are so excited to see us because we haven't been out in so long. Like, that's just kind of rude. I was like, fuck, like, we have to stay at least for, like, a half hour. Like, mm. or else it's just going to, like, look weird. So I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Like, they're going to do their own thing. We'll do our own thing. We ordered drinks. And no, no. They immediately, like, all look at me and start laughing. And then they come over to work bay. And say hi to him and don't say hi to me. I'm just standing there like a freaking like idiot. And then while they're talking to him, I ordered a shot of tequila, took the shot. That's they're all staring at me. Um, and yeah, it was just like a very uncomfortable situation. Like they all just kind of went out of their way to like constantly be standing near me, laughing at me, talking about me. But I like the whole time was like, I don't care because they're like 19, 20 years old. Like I don't know any of these girls, like don't know them at all except for the one. And on the way out, Work Bay pulled aside the girl that we know and was like, are you OK? Yeah. <laughs> like it was like that was unbelievably rude. Like I cannot believe you just did that. Thought you were so much better than that. And she was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. Like, let me talk to her. And he was like, she's out front. Go ahead. Go talk to her. Yeah. She didn't. Like it was just, of course, whatever. But um, no, it was just a interesting experience to see how the girlies are still acting I'm, i just feel like we're kind of past that yeah. guys like, if you're gonna let yeah right if you're gonna laugh and be catty and all that stuff it, it directly in front of the person that you're talking about then get ready for them to notice yeah and say some shit like you know i like i'm the bitch that like I don't really like goss, but like if I'm like in front of like somebody I don't like and like I say something, if they were to come up to me and be like, were you talking shit? I'd be like, yeah, this yeah, is what I was right, saying. Right. Sorry. I wish I honestly <laughs> I wish they had just like said something to me so I could like respond. Yeah. But they were doing all this like weird shit like five feet away from me. And it was just like I also was going to I kind of chose to like play the card where I acted like I didn't even like hear them because yeah. I had no I backup. So I was just like. I am just going to act like I have zero clue who these people are. Yeah. I, I kind of like they were kind of locking eyes with me and I'd be like, like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> Let me just yeah, like keep talking. I, like, I told Lily, I was like, listen, like I'm no like petty bitch. Like I probably if I was alone would have done the same thing. Yeah. But if I was there. No, Christina was like, oh, shut the fuck up. I was like, shut up. I was like, I'm mad that I wasn't there because if I was there, I would have done exactly what they were doing to you right back to them. Yeah. 10 times harder yeah and in their face also the tea is i did nothing like they should be mad at work bag. yes this is like i wasn't even gonna get i wasn't even gonna tell half of what so i just told stereotypical not girls girls yeah, like he energy. technically when he broke up with me and like canoodled with their friend he fucked her over i get you yeah. could say like whatever they never even they uh, made out in like bars it's not even like they like went on a date or something yeah but like okay whatever she had a crush on him and he ended up back with me like 
be hate him I, yeah. what did i do i don't even know these girls like i yeah. don't know any so i don't know why they're targeting me and then going up to work bay being like oh my god hey like whatever like the fuck very they're very insecure. strange yeah very girls strange. that hate on the girl and not the guy when yes. the guy is in the wrong are that's insecure. when you know like they just haven't learned that lesson yet yeah. and honestly that's why i like don't care because i don't know these girls first of all if i knew them it would hurt me way more i don't know them like yeah what the fuck do i care but i also am like they just haven't they're so young like yeah they, they can't even have a beer yet so i'm like you just haven't learned that lesson they're like there i like made a joke to lily about the fact that they were using fake ids and i was like listen I was there once. I used a fake ID at a point in my life. At least I wasn't going into bars being a raging cunt with my <laughs> being friends. A fucking bitch. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And they could have like squashed all the tension if when they went up to say hi to uh, work bay. <laughs> no, it would have been hilarious. Hi to me, it would have been. If you fun. went up to the bouncer and you were like, "Hey, I'm on my <gasps> way out, but I just want to let Shut you know." Shut the fuck <laughs> up! Oh my god! Why? I just want to let you know those girls told me no. that they got in here with fakes. Oh my god, Christina, that is so good. <laughs> That is actually I just thought so about good. that. Oh my god. The one that I know turned 20 like two weeks ago. <laughs> or yeah. like in February. Like what the fuck? Listen, oh like I said, god. I've been, been there with the fake IDs, done that before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? If you want to make it work, <laughs> don't be a fucking raging bitch at a bar to right. a person who is of age. Right. No exactly respect <laughs> your elders it okay no respect your elders like I was mothering like I just yeah. acted like I had no idea like what was going on like I was giving very much unbothered sipping my G&T right like I don't care like <laughs> I don't care Jesus period. Christ it would have been a perfect opportunity to squash the beef though but yeah but they they, they that's on them they should have yeah I would have been like oh my god I mean because now I'm still like and when I see a group of girls on the train, I'm like, fuck, is that them? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm on edge, dude. Fucking PTSD. Yeah, but Ugh. that was uh, that was eventful. I was going to tell, like, a snippet of that, and then I just kind of word vomited the whole story. So That's fine. I feel like the whole story is good, though. But you know what? Now you guys know this is happening, so if I run into them again, we'll keep, I'll keep, we'll you, keep updated. you updated. I personally, I think that some of them definitely listen to the show. Oh, my God. I know they've listened to the show before, 100%. Yeah. I remember Workbay told me, he's like, I know they know who you are and they're probably so intimidated and think you're well, so beautiful. Well, that's what I fucking like, said. No, like, but I'm like, if they're I don't mad think at that's you what over, they said. Well, no, if they're mad, well, no, they're not directly saying it, but like I said, yeah, if they they're being feel. more pissed at the girl for doing nothing than the guy for doing something, they're fucking insecure and you know that they're stalking the shit out of you. Period. Yeah. <laughs> So anyways, so that. maybe we should hey, get one of them girls. on the show. Shout out. Uh, hey, little girlies. Shout out to my little girlies. Be nice, please. Um, Be nice to my girl or I'm going to take away your My Little Pony CD, okay? <laughs> Thank you. Maybe we'll even give you your first beer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Have it on the show. We'll give them like a like a can of liquid death so that it looks like they're drinking a beer. You know how the liquid yeah. death cans just look like they look like alcohol? Holy shit. Now I'm being a catty bitch. At least yeah. I'm doing it right to their face if they're listening to this. Fuck with my friend again. I take away your My Little Pony CD. That's all. Boom. Oh my God. Mic drop. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I got to pee so bad and then we're getting into Wait, GNT. Wait, I did too. You okay. <laughs> that was funny. All right, guys, it's time for GNT. Um, and we have like some actual GNT. We're going to talk about Coachella. We're going to talk about Love is Blind. Uh, but the first 
the first thing for GNT, we need to get out of the way, guys, is we're a little we're a little heartbroken. Oh, hello? <laughs> oh my god. I was like, what are you talking about? And then I remembered, you guys, this is guys, earth-shattering shit if you've been listen, listening to the show. Earth-shattering <laughs> news. I listen, I was at a bar the other night. <laughs> hammered. Okay. Hammered. Which is weird for her. Hammered <laughs> with Paige and her manager. And we're drinking, having a good time. And Lily just texts me and she's like, Christina? I'm freaking out, and it is a screenshot. Mr. St. Pete. Mr. St. Pete. Now, just in case you're new here, Mr. St. Pete is a man that Christina met on vacation two years ago for a total of 10 minutes. I'm hyper fixated on it. Is it not like three years ago now? No, it is two years ago now. Pretty much exactly two years. Exactly two years, yeah. Like when in April, like mid April, like maybe this exact day. And she got hyper fixated on him. We really fought that battle of her yeah we like years. fought for a while and then it was you guys remember I got like brutally rejected by him well not brutally but he was like it was like a I want to be with you but like I live here and you live there sort of situation anyways yeah the hyperfixation uh Mr. St. Pete we we used to talk last year we talked about him in every episode last year actually right around this time also was I think is when we talked about him in every single fucking episode well once you healed from your breakup you were like I must have him I must <laughs> I must have this six foot white man who's giving absolutely, absolutely nothing. nothing. Literally has n- I've never met anyone a that six gave less. foot, six foot white man Southie. <sighs> but he guy. was just like so bad with women that like when he posted with this girl, the caption was bizarre. It was like hard launch or something. Yeah, like, I was just, just like for him. Like I just like couldn't like I was like who is this girl? Like, it was just yeah. Like I, I'm like drunk as fuck. Lily sends me the screenshot. I'm like my jaw drops. You know it's always the blondes. It's always the blondes. <laughs> always the blondes. So yeah, I was like no fucking way because you guys remember that we also made a joke. I think like a year ago on the show, and we we're just like yeah, like I can date whoever the fuck I want. Like I have a boyfriend right now who I absolutely love. St. Pete's not allowed to have a girlfriend. I don't know why he didn't no. ask me first about this. You you could have at least you could have run at it by via email would have right. been fine. I don't care. You could have told me first, like, you know, so Isn't I could have crazy? given the stamp. Yeah, fucking rude of him. So rude. When my plan B's get girlfriends, I'm like, you fucker. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. But yeah, That's gonna just... get me in trouble. I know. <laughs> I'm like, my boyfriend's in the other room. Like, my boyfriend's across the wall. And I feel fine about that. <laughs> we need to remind them, like, what's happening yeah. here. Like, you can't even have a girl's number in your phone, but I have a plan B, C, D, E, F, G, babe. Yeah. X, Y, Z, babe. Yeah. <laughs> I was, oh, yeah. So when Lily sent me the screenshot, I was like, oh, my God, I am blackout drunk. Like, I cannot do this right now. <laughs> I was like, no. And then, yeah. And then, like, the next day I woke up and I had, like, the worst anxiety. And I just look at my phone and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I sent you that shit so quick. It was like. He posted it like one minute yeah, ago. Yeah, in the screenshot you sent me, it literally said like two minutes ago. <laughs> I was like the first like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine literally I commented and was like, wait, what? <laughs> I wish you could comment again. Start war. Just like, not even, just, wait, what? I wish Question I could mark? comment like a funny gif. It's like, huh? Like, wait, what? No, well, I mean, that, in all seriousness, that. no, nothing Good against point. a girl. She's a cute girl. Um, but <laughs> nothing against a girl. Everything against the girl. Like, Everything. No, I see. This is a perfect situation where I can't be mad at her because she probably has no idea. No idea you exist. And and to be fair, you probably hardly existed in his world. You guys met for 10 yeah. minutes two years ago. We talked about him every single week on this show last year. They, and he we probably thought about us twice. We hung out with him for an hour 
on vacation two years ago. I will never get over that like plot line of Mr. Sympathy. <laughs> it's the greatest thing this show has ever fucking seen, dude. It really, it really is. Right. Anyways, anyways, well, that's the first part of GNT had to anyways. get that out of the way. Now the actual GNT, uh, Coachella. Coachella. So many feelings. So many feelings. Coachella weekend one just ended. Um, Holy shit. Your fucking notes for this are insane. Yeah, I know. I wrote down like some of like the like staple things. The number one thing that we got to talk about is uh, Frank Ocean's confusing fucking set. So if you guys don't know, Frank Ocean performed, quote unquote, performed big air quotes on performance songs. <laughs> yeah. Performed at Coachella for, I think it was his first performance in six, six years. years. And uh, so it was supposed to be this really big thing. Um, but he started over an hour late, first of all. Um, and Which he performed- you like, don't do at Coachella. Yeah. Like, it's like, obviously, like, an, like rappers, not Frank Ocean, but like rappers yeah. are like notorious for that. I was gonna say, I hate But you like, don't artists. do that at Coachella. Yeah, I just, I hate artists that are like, I'm going on when I feel like it. It's just yeah. like, like, I can understand if there's like a little bit of like a delay because of whatever. Like, I remember when I saw Jack Harlow- at GovBall, he was like 15, 20 minutes late. Well, to yeah, set, no, but that's like fine. fucking whatever. An hour for Coachella? Like, Headlining yeah. Coachella? You're the last performance of Coachella? Yeah, like, exactly. What the fuck? So, yeah, knowing there's started, a curfew, too. Yeah, it, well, that's the next thing. He started over an hour late and he performed for like 30 minutes and then told the audience that he was informed it was curfew and just said that's the end of the show and left. That was it. And may I add, I'm like, he's like my top three favorite artists of all time. Biggest. Biggest Frank Ocean fan right here. Actually, Work Bay is as well. So we were like, we were excited to even watch videos of this. Yeah. Like, we're like, because as a Frank Ocean fan, like, you don't get, there's no performances. He doesn't yeah. do performances. Most of his songs, he's never even performed before. So, like, not even the people that were there, but like, even the fans that weren't there were so excited for this. Yeah, to see clips. Did and- you see a lot of people defending this or not really? I did. I no. saw a lot of defense. Some of the defenses made, we'll finish going over like what yeah, he yeah, did, yeah. but some of them were kind of valid, but okay. like, I'm still I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we just put down, like, he didn't even perform some of his biggest songs. A lot of people were pissed that he didn't even perform Thinking About You, which you guys know. I'd be thinking about you. No, 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 no. Whatever. Um, and I also read a few yeah. articles that were literally, this was, like, a lot. This was, like, kind of extreme, but some people were comparing him to Kanye. For just being weird. Yeah. So, like, I saw, like, one news article I wrote down here specifically. I forget what outlet it was from, but they huh. titled the section that they, it was, like, a Coachella article, and his section, they titled it, Frank Ocean Goes Full on Kanye, I guess because it was, like a self-absorbed sort of thing and then on top of that Coachella was fined $117,000 for passing curfew on all three nights not just his night uh but yeah I mean he's supposed to perform next Sunday I also, am curious so we'll see what happens what will happen but here's yeah. here's the major defense okay yeah, what what Frank Ocean agreed to do Coachella three years ago and then it got pushed back and pushed back like he signed for the 2020 one. oh okay. okay his brother died yes I forgot to write this down on here but he already has major performance anxiety, does yes. not perform, is a very like he lives his life like he's like a regular person. Mm-hmm. So like I do understand that that for him was probably already so difficult, so much anxiety, yeah. like whatever. And he like said like on the stage, the only reason that he agreed to do Coachella was because of his brother. Yes. That he did that when he speech, was still which, alive. That was very, yeah. Well, yeah, of yeah. course. That was very, so, very moving. And if he hadn't done like he had to do it, he was signed in a contract. It, getting out of it would have been impossible. Like some someone figured this all out. Yeah. And if he hadn't done it, Coachella would have sued Frank Ocean, which would have been a nightmare for mm-hmm. him. So he literally like had to do that before. 
performance. He kind of got like put in a corner for it. Yeah. After like he agreed to that before his brother died. Then his brother died and all this all these other things apparently happened in his life. Mm. Already having the performance anxiety. So that's why he set up the stage where like you couldn't really see him very much. Which, yeah. That, that part. Thing. Fine. Like whatever. The way you set up the stage. I also was personally pleased with the set list. I know some people want those big singles, but like he's just those songs are just so old. Yeah. So that's like another thing that I was thinking is I know yeah. a lot of people like thinking about you. I know a lot of people were like upset that he didn't perform it. But he it was doing he picked out very, songs for the real fans, though. Like he yeah. picked out the songs that like the fans want. Yeah. So like the fans were very, very happy. Also, with the he set probably list. like usually like when an artist has like a big song like that, yeah. they get so fucking sick and tired of it. Some like, of them are good really at rallying. That, right you know? I don't I don't blame them for taking it off like I know Taylor will rally and do love story at every fucking show and I love that about yeah. her but like I also understand that like you don't have to do that um I guess I was just frustrated more so about him being late and leaving early like yeah I get the stage setup was weird but like whatever made him feel comfortable like it was amazing that he was even yeah. there he did sound amazing in the songs that he did sing a few songs he sounded unreal but then like his song Nights, which is like one of the most popular ones off Blonde, like he it was a listening party. Like he literally just stood there with the mic to the crowd. And really? Like didn't even sing it. Hmm. And like that's one of his most popular yeah. songs. Like I I'd be kind of annoyed about that. Yeah. Like I kind of feel in the middle about it. Yeah, it's also kind of annoying for the people that bought the tickets for him to Coachella to see him. For like the ones that like only have tickets for weekend one. Because yeah. now what if weekend I bet weekend two he's probably gonna make it a little bit better obviously because of all the backlash or he probably I, I don't know he'll probably be on time at the very yeah he'll probably exactly. do the full set so then it's kind of like unfair to those people like i was telling lily out of curiosity i looked at like coachella tickets um on their website today when i was putting together this episode and like the cheapest ticket is like 600 bucks which means going probably costs at least 3500 with places yeah. to stay food everything car everything yeah and that's like the highlight of like some people's like year yeah some like, people save you know? up for coachella if that's like your big thing you want to yeah. do like it's not all influencers it's also like normal people yeah. going so mm-hmm. yeah no I agree like I was very sad yeah, was that he did that very but. confusing but I mean on to good things yeah at Coachella good things uh Rosalia her set was fantastic oh she brought out her fiance you guys have um, to, if you ever get a chance to see her it was one of the yeah best you saw her in concert right it was yeah. one of the best concerts and I don't even speak Spanish right like, it was one of the best concerts did I've you, ever wait, been did to did you see that interview uh she did the chicken shop the chicken shop date interview I, with the I girl. like saw that it happened but I haven't watched it yet there's a clip that like went viral where Amelia was like I absolutely love your music have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> Have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, no, that's me. She was like, "Oh my god!" She was like, "Well, sometimes I watch your interviews and I don't know what you're talking about." (laughs) Amelia, yeah, her English isn't that great. I know, but I was like, I this is exactly how I feel feel the same way about Bad Money. I can pop off to some Bad Bunny. Yeah. No idea what he's saying. No, I have no idea what's going <laughs> not, on. Not a damn clue. Like, but genuinely, know, Rosalia is like one of my favorite artists. Yeah. And I <laughs> genuinely have no idea what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> that's like also like one of the things I'll uh, skip ahead a little bit on this. Well, I mean, anyway, she brought up her, she brought out her fiance for her set. Super cute. Uh, Blink-182 made Dude, a really great comeback. Their lead singer, though, his voice in one of the songs, me and David started crying. Laughing, really? Because he was like, it was, I miss you. And he was okay. just like, you know how they sing like, where are you? He like, he took, no, but he took it like, he was like, where are you? Like, 
was fucking going in, dude. Like, I need to watch you. I didn't no, watch their performance. Me, look, just watch the I Miss You performance. It was out of pocket. Oh, my like, God. He just overdid that, like, effect, like, yeah. way too much. But it was still, like, amazing. But it was he was, like, trying funny. to, like, go all in because it was, like, their comeback. And yeah, it just yeah, ended yeah. up sounding fucking weird. Yeah, it was, like, it was a lot. Yeah. Uh, well, what I was going to say that I was going to skip forward to before uh, is Blackpink. Blackpink in your area yeah, because they're they're another group that i history fucking well i love blackpink <laughs> love love blackpink so does work don't know what they're saying oh i don't know what's <laughs> going again, on don't know what's going on oh, i know but like, i this is love that pink them venom. right so yeah their set was incredible they made history as the first k-pop act uh to headline Woo! um and i also did you see uh was it lisa's like sh- pole dancing performance thing oh that's my girl yeah i was like like i know they're unreal yeah their performance was absolutely incredible love some black pink <laughs> i think um, work bay could do an entire gnt episode just about black pink yeah and, like, he loves them he watches like their vlog show i don't even know that existed like no he, idea like literally turns into like a little girl with like pigtails when he really <laughs> he's like which one do you stand <laughs> Like, oh my god like, get david to a blackpink concert right away immediately immediately yeah oh i just said his name i don't care people know him he anyways. was at a after Work party they. he was at an after party when he was at the celine show in paris oh yeah and lisa was there and he like teared up <laughs> like it was a big deal for him that's nuts uh speaking as more history made mm, bad, uh, bunny. bad bunny made history being the first latin solo artist headliner and then i also put just for like two little pieces of like Coachella T. Um, Bad Bunny was seen with Kendall Jenner during the whole weekend, and Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello were caught kissing at Coachella. I was happy about that. Well, you know what? I actually, though, I ended up like when I was like researching for this episode and everything. Apparently, like sources or whatever. Obviously, sources is vague. Obviously, but, God uh, knows what that yeah, even God knows. means. But some sources confirmed that they're not together and they're not getting back together. But they agreed to meet up at Coachella because they did miss each other. And it's kind of like a one thing led to another. And oop, you have a little kiss with your ex boyfriend. Like it was like it's kind of like me. that. <laughs> yeah, right. So I get it. <laughs> and, which is hilarious because today we're literally talking about should you get back with your ex? But uh, absolutely yes. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. I mean, there was so much shit that happened at Coachella weekend one. Um, yes weekend two no, is coming though. up. Like, I feel like there's been way more, like, iconic Coachellas. Like, oh, I yeah. was, like, percent. Oh, and I honestly went into it being like, I really don't care about Coachella this year. I yeah. All I wanted to see was videos from Frank's performance and, yeah. Black, and Blackpink. <laughs> that was all I cared yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens on weekend two i kind of wanted to also for the segment talk a little bit like about oh we started going on a rant about yeah, the influencers I will, I'm, not, I'm not done with coachella yet so yeah okay <laughs> well i mean that's it that we have written down but mm. what we don't have written down about coachella is no, the influencer culture yeah yeah we started to talk about it a little bit before we started recording then we were like we need to shut up it's so because and, and we're not talking about people like caitlin ray because let me tell you <laughs> let me tell we would you never slander miss caitlin first of all any excuse ever. to bring up caitlin ray second of all she goes for the music for the right reasons. She has a ball. Like yeah. you can tell coach she like loves Coachella. Like if you know who she is, she yeah, just yeah, loves yeah. it. But there's the ugh, the influencers that go with like brands. That's yes. where it's like And so what? this is what I was yeah, me and Lily were talking about this and it's just crazy because we were saying how like majority of these influencers do not go for the music a lot of people don't go for the music now they go for the fucking aesthetic of it and to say that they went and so many of them go out to like the Coachella Valley whatever but they don't even actually go to Coachella they don't buy a ticket to Coachella okay that influencers that that are going to like the parties and the get-togethers and whatever with all these like brands 
That you know? part hurts my brain that people buy Airbnbs and like Joshua Tree and just act like they're at Coachella. Yeah. Like, hello? <laughs> it's also like I like I know that there's like influencers that like fake being at Coachella. It is very easy to fake like where you are right I could literally go find a little patch of nature outside my apartment right now put on a sparkly dress and post on my Instagram story and be like Coachella weekend too like you know it is so easy zero effort I could post a picture next to my luggage in my apartment and be like heading to Coachella this weekend and nobody will question it (laughs) you know I feel like if you get invited with a brand to go to Coachella you should like probably stop and think like would I want to go to Coachella if it weren't for this invitation? That's if it's a no, don't mm-hmm. go because it's kind of like that could go to somebody that it's like top of their bucket list. Like they would be really grateful for it. They like the artist. Like some yeah. people aren't even into music. Well, also, like, you know what, too? I you know what? I actually just had this discussion the other day um, when I was out with drinks and uh, when I was out with drinks, when I was out with Paige and her manager for drinks, her manager was like, uh talking we were talking about travel and her manager was saying how she like turned away a uh like company trip abroad or whatever Mm. because she was like I've traveled a lot and I've done a lot of things to know that like it's who you go with and everything she's like so yes like they're traveling abroad to Italy and stuff and it's great but it's with my co-workers like I don't know if I want to do like a work trip there sort of thing you know and it piques the question also with this is that a lot of these influencers do get invited to go to Coachella with other influencers. But do you really want to go with those people? Like if I'm going to Coachella, number one, Coachella sounds like my absolute nightmare. But if I'm going, I'm going with like my besties. I'm not, yeah. I don't want to go with the influencers. Um, actually, Paige went to Coachella. You guys remember Dote back in the day. <laughs> Never fucking forget. Oh my God. Uh, Paige so went. Yeah, Paige, Paige went is on a, a dope. fucking icon. Right. <laughs> she went to Coachella with Dote uh, a few years ago. I remember because we were living together on the Upper West Side and her tickets almost got stolen in our mail, which Perfect. was like wild. Yeah. Um, but she went and like she had like a decent time, but she was like like so many of the influencers she was with it was just like not it like and it's that was years enjoyable. ago it's even worse now oh yeah it's go- oh my god it's, in the it's past few years worse. it's gotten way worse that was in 2018 because yeah because even back then like a lot of people really were going for the music and like the it wasn't you know as it yeah was, it was more celebrity than it was influencer influencer yeah now it's more influencer than yeah, it was now it's like influencer and people are nicknaming coachella the influencer olympics yeah no literally yeah. um did you see diplo saying that he was like no. uh, it, he said it's influencer her survival because it's like what tier are you at are you general admission are you artist yeah. pass are you the, and it's like what party did you get invited to after this like yeah like the, I cannot even I with know that. I'm just like I, I, don't know. I saw this one I won't name her name but I saw this one TikToker I love and like I understood what she was saying but she went with a brand and it, she went with Poosh. I don't know if you saw like a lot of really big Poosh. people went. Poosh is Kourtney Kardashian. Yeah, no, no, oh, no. Yeah. I, I know what it is. Um, like I know Indie Blue went there. Like a lot of like big influencers that I actually love. Like it was like pretty good mm, okay. reputation wise like influencers. And she went with them and she ended up leaving. Um, she was like, I'm not going to day three. Like I need to listen to my body. And like I totally understood what she meant because I personally know I probably couldn't handle all the party like it's just next level like yeah. it goes from 9 a.m till like the next morning then oh, you just yeah. do it again uh-huh. I understood what she was saying but like she doesn't strike me as a girl that would really even go to Coachella like in the first place so I was yeah. just like 
oh, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's some people that when there was another girl, uh, Kelsey Coatser, who I follow, went with Levi's and she was like out of her mind, excited, yeah. was so grateful for the experience. Like she's more of a smaller influencer. I was mm-hmm. just like, I felt like that position maybe could have gone to someone else yeah, who yeah. wanted to go. And I'm not even someone that wants to go to Coachella. So I'm not like. You know, it like but, sucks though because like you know obviously we have that perspective. These brands they don't give a shit. No, they They're like we're shit. gonna get the biggest influencers that we can to come on this trip yeah. to be with us to talk about our brand. We don't yeah. give a fuck what they do. Oh, the but brands they're represented don't care. by us exactly. Yeah. So they're not like thinking about that, which it's like should they? Should they? But even, I can't say yeah. Even the girl was like, the she's brand, like, I'm going to take a shitty. fit pick and pretend that I'm going to day three, but I'm not going to day three. And I was yeah. just like, oh my God. Exa- well, that's I was what like, I'm I saying. It's so easy to fake it. You know what that. I, oh my God, I need to pull up this girl. I, you know how like people like make jokes um, about like random girls on like TikTok or whatever. And they're like, this is my Alex Earl. Yes. yes. There's this girl that I follow on TikTok who I, I'm obsessed with her. Her name is, uh. Anastasia or something she's like this blonde girl you'd recognize her anyway big lips yes yeah I know yes her okay she has always been my Alex Earl but <laughs> this past weekend uh she did not go to Coachella she is in uh I think she's in Gr- I want to say she's in Greece I think she's in Mykonos for her bachelorette that is my Coachella yeah her bachelorette is my fucking Coachella Period. I've been watching yeah, her videos like a hawk like and uh oh yes here she is I like I fucking yeah I, this is my queen she's like such a queen I love her like the bachelorette like weekend stuff oh I saw this one yeah I didn't even realize it was her actually when I saw this oh my god yeah it's her bachelorette and it just looks like so fun. I, you know what? I'm not going to lie. Originally, when I first saw her on TikTok, she, like, I think I told you she used to annoy the shit out of me because I thought she had too much lip filler, which sounds fucked up. But I did. I thought she had too much lip filler. She actually dissolved a lot of her lip filler, though. Like, and she is just a comforting person. No, she's the best. Like, I don't know. Anyways, that's my fucking Alex Earl and her bachelorette is my Coachella. Like, I couldn't have cared less about the Coachella content this year. Hello? Oh, I got it. Ew. <laughs> Oh my god! Sorry, had to kill a bug. Um, that was scary. Moral of the story is: don't go to Coachella unless you like really want to go. Like, don't yeah. go just because it's like a cool. Like, you're just gonna spend so much money. Like, why? I don't yeah. understand. I can't <sighs> wrap my head around it. We're gonna be discussing next weekend. Uh, weekend yeah, two. I guess yeah. Next week we should. So we'll see if things have changed, and we'll have. Frank Ocean updates and maybe more influencer updates. I'm going to try and keep tabs this week. If you guys are listening, watching this, if there's anything that goes on Coachella weekend two, I want the influencer drama. I know it's out there. I just haven't really seen it. <laughs> to me. I want it. Anybody that has Coachella weekend two influencer drama or even influencer drama from weekend one, send it to us for GNT. I'm going to, I want to talk about it. Yeah. I want to break it down. Okay, one more thing for GNT this week is Love is Blind season four wraps up and the reunion happens. Uh, this was huge. Did the live topic. thing not work, right? Yeah, so that's what I was going to talk Period. about. Yeah, so you guys know, I think it was in the, it might have been in our last episode that I went on like a Love is Blind rant and like oh, yeah. talked about all the people. I will say my opinions of a lot of the people changed, uh, some for good, some for worse. Um, like I remember last time, I talked about season four. 
I said that like oh like I actually really like Jackie but I think she has like a lot of things she needs to work on with herself uh fuck Jackie now hate Jackie she sucks um and her man sucks too not Marshall her new man anyways but yes like you were saying so the drama with season four love is blind this week is that they decided to do the they they oh my god hello sorry guys (laughs) they decided to live stream the reunion they absolutely did not need to live stream it. I don't know why they thought doing a live stream in the first place was going to be good because I had a feeling Netflix was going to crash. And sure enough, they decided to live stream this fucking reunion and Netflix crashed and they ended up not being able to start the reunion until like an hour and a half later, which is so shitty for so many reasons because number one, people were like anticipating it. But I know like people that were literally having like Love is Blind reunion parties. parties. Yeah, that would be so Like, annoying. And imagine just like sitting around with your friends in your apartment waiting an extra hour and a half for this fucking live stream so to work. So stupid. Absolutely nuts. So yeah, Netflix Wait, did it end crashes. up being live still or no? Yeah, so it, it did end up being live. Oh wow. Um, and Netflix had oh, it shit. up, like Netflix had it up directly after the live stream. They had it up for like a few hours once the live stream ended and then they took it off Netflix and then made it available again the next day at like 3 p.m. Because I remember I had to go out that night and I was pissed that I was missing it. Um, but I saw your tweet about that. Yeah, I know. Well, I was pissed that I was missing it and then I left to go out for drinks and my boyfriend texts me and he's like, Netflix crashed because of Love is Blind. He was like, keeping tabs on it for me. God bless that man. But uh, yeah. <laughs> But anyways, so when I got back from my drinks... At like 11 p.m. I started watching like the uh, recording of it. Like they put it up afterwards. I got halfway through. I fell asleep. Woke up the next day. And I went to go watch it while I was having breakfast. And it said unavailable. And I was like what? And so I thought they were like taking it off. Because it was such a shit show. But then they were like no it's coming out in a few hours. Anyways. But I ended up watching the full thing. So it's available. So personal opinions basically. Uh, my personal opinions on season four now that it's wrapped up and there's spoilers in this by the way guys tune out if you don't want spoilers um my opinions because you know how strongly I feel about all of this I do not think that half the couples that got married should have gotten married I think that the only couple that should have gotten married is Tiffany and Brett thank god that they did I love them together uh I remember the last time I talked about Love is Blind, I was shitting on Kwame and Chelsea. Well, not on Chelsea. I was shitting on Kwame. I will say he grew on me now that I know that him and Chelsea have actually been married for a year and he seemed to be like defending her and being very apologetic and taking responsibility at the reunion. It did make me have a have a better liking for him, more of a liking. Um, Zach and Bliss, uh, I don't know. I mean, it seems like they're in a happy marriage. Uh, I still, I'm not that crazy about them. I feel like it's just a mismatch, but that's just me. Um, Marshall is still a king. I, I, Marshall needs a wonderful woman. Uh, who else? Paul is a king. He's better on his own. Him and Micah didn't get married, and Micah's still a bitch. Anyways. Was there any fighting in the reunion? Season there, one yeah. Had so drama. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was a drama. There was so. The only thing is that the thing that really sucked, which I actually wrote down on here, was that um, Jackie and Josh 
didn't show up to the reunion instead they like pre-recorded something that aired at the reunion with oh. vanessa um lachey i meant to tell host. you dakota told me um our friend dakota served four people from works at a restaurant in new york and served four people from love is blind when i want to say kwame well whatever. kwame was in new york like a few days ago was this recently yeah yeah shut the fuck yeah up. i meant to tell you that oh my god yeah. shut <laughs> and up dakota was like I love Love is Blind. (laughs) Oh my God. Did he say that they were nice? Yeah. He said they were so nice. Oh my God. Oh, I love that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, basically. Yeah. So the, so in terms of fighting, there would have been a fight, which would have been way more entertaining if Jackie and Josh showed up because then they would have definitely gotten into a fight with Marshall and there would have been a screaming match and it would have made this entire thing way better. And actually tying that into kind of what I wrote on here that a lot of people felt was that they basically didn't answer anything. It was like they were saying so much without saying anything. Like they were like going around yeah. the question. Perf. I they'd love be like, so how that. did you, they'd be like, so what's your opinion on this? Do you, do you hate Marshall now? Do you hate this person now? And they'd be like, well, the thing about that is if you really think about it, then blah, 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 blah. And they were yeah, like, no and you're like, just answer the fucking question. Right. Like it was like, so it felt so uh, like calculated. Yeah. You know, and it was it was not supposed to be because it was live stream. That's the point of having it live streamed, you know, so it wasn't like that. Uh, also, Vanessa Lachey, the host, she was making everybody so fucking uncomfortable the entire time because she would not stop talking about wanting the first Love is Blind baby. She, like, kept telling them to, like, make babies. She's like, I want to love a blind baby. Somebody's got to have a baby. She made a comment saying that her ovaries are on fire. And everyone was like, you could tell, everyone was just like, it's overkill. It was just overkill. Like, these people, the fact that they even got married that quickly is insane. Yeah. (laughs) Much less. Yeah, like, like she, I think she said to one of the couples, like, um, something about, like, having a baby. And they were like, oh, well, you know, like, we're just taking our time. We're going slow, you know, because they literally just got married a year ago after knowing each other for, like, one month. So, like, you know, but she was super weird. And then the last thing I wrote down on here. It was filmed a year ago. So they, Lo- oh, love is that. Yeah. Love is wine season four is filmed over a year ago now. So when they had the reunion, they've all been married oh, for a year. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you need to watch season four, dude. Yes. So I'm going to start that. And I haven't because I watched Stranger Things and I just finished last night. Really? Finally watched season four. Oh, my God. I was too scared to watch it by myself. Really? I I got too scared. Oh, my God. I was obsessed with Stranger Things when it came out. Um, The last thing I wrote down in here is uh, the opinions on Irina. Um, Irina, they like asked Irina about something and she was like, I just need a sec. And she like starts to like fake cry and the Me. audience starts laughing because they like know that her tears are fake and like everyone hates Irina. So she's like crying. She's like, I'm so sorry. I need a sec. And the audience no. is laughing. It was really fucking funny. Um, I don't know. I just I want to give people benefit of the doubt, but I, I just don't. It's my next. Uh, it's my next binge, I, and I'm so excited yeah, about it. Yeah, I, I'm just not that fond of Irina. Nobody is, and I just felt like her apologies and her tears and all that stuff at the reunion was fake. I think I don't think she was crying because she felt uh, like she fucked up and everything. I 
I think she was crying because she was like upset that she ruined her own reputation. That the show made her look bad. Yeah, that the show made her look bad. I do not think she was crying because she was genuinely feeling remorseful for the way she treated people, if that makes sense. You'd think some people would watch that back and be like, you know, it's an opportunity to like, like I think about Love Island and like watching that back. Like you watch so many of your conversations. Like you learn a lot about yourself probably from watching yourself. Wait, I, sorry, I did not know this. Did you know that uh, the... That Love Island UK new season came out. I do. And I can't believe I haven't started it. I can't believe I haven't started it either. It just came out. It usually comes out in the summer, but it came out like, I think they're going to try to do like two seasons a year. I was like, I was so confused because Paige's manager was like, oh yeah, like I just finished up like the most recent season. I was like, oh yeah, the season with Gemma. And she was like, no, there's even more recent season. And I was like, what? I I know. I haven't gotten around to it. I guess it feels like that for me too, because I like just like a few months ago finished the season with Gemma. I was late to that. I still love I loved that season yeah that season was it made me like love Love Island again yeah Yeah, it was so good exactly but anyway this girl uh, Irina I'm just surprised people don't like watch that back and take it as an opportunity to like you know learn a lesson maybe like well that's the thing is she did say that watching it back was like very painful and then she heard what people were saying and she was like I don't know like that's why I'm very torn in it because I can't tell if she was genuinely being remorseful but the thing the thing that I think about is when she was on that show saying the things that she was saying, doing the things that she was doing, that was just like raw and her. And now she's like, I, I don't know. I can't I can't really put it into words. I just don't. I don't really feel Does like it was a the right way. Yeah, yeah, I just didn't feel like it was remorseful. I felt like it was a, oh, I'm going to cry so people feel bad for me so I could fix my reputation. It wasn't a, oh, I'm crying because I feel terrible for well, the way it didn't I work, babe, because they all laughed. So no, you got it. When you watch the reunion, watch the season and then watch a reunion. And when she comes on the screen and she's like, sorry, I need a sec. You literally hear the audience in the back laughing their asses off. Oh, my God. It was it was so fucking funny. But anyways, uh, that's it for GNT. All right, guys, today we are talking about should we get back together with our exes? Yes. I vote yes. With your ex. <laughs> of course, Lily does because she has personal experience. <laughs> I, on the other hand, am a stubborn bitch. So yeah, I say no. But dependent. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Should you get back together with your ex? Sometimes it's romantic. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it's a moment. Sometimes it's not. You it's know? really it's really either like so toxic or like very romantic. Exactly. Which is why today we're going to. We're going to help you break those barriers and get out of your romanticizing mind of getting back with your ex. And we're going to talk about the reality of it. Period. Should you do it? Yeah. Um, Lily got back with her ex. <laughs> okay. Well, wait, are we starting with like our personal experiences? Is that? Oh, well, oh, I wrote yeah. a little blurb. You I did. just said, I go, guys, picture this. Okay. You and your significant other break up for whatever reason. As time passes, you start to miss them and you might consider, Mm. you know, rekindling your old flame and starting over again. But the question is, is it actually the right thing to do? Well, yeah. No. (laughs) Once again, no, I don't know. (laughs) Me and Workbay were very like off and on like for a while. And I never really considered him an ex because like he would only be an ex for a few weeks and then we were back on again. But I will say before before Workbay, I I never had an ex before him, though, that like I like I've never experienced the I miss my ex feeling. Yeah, I never had that. Whenever I ended a relationship in the past, it felt very done. Yeah, I never once was like, 
oh, like, I wonder what he's doing or I don't want him to move on. Nope, never, never think about any of my exes, like, at all, ever, until work bay and me were kind of on and off again. But I do have a lot of friends that, like, had an ex from, like, years ago that they're still, like, oh, I wonder if that could still work. I'm, like, bitch, what? Like, I don't know. I can't relate. But obviously so many people, like, have that kind of old flame that they still think about. Yeah. Not me, but. Yeah, I don't know. I had, I had, like, the thing of, like, (laughs) Not so much like, oh, my God, so much time has passed and like I want to get back together with my ex more so like when you just get out of the relationship with them. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, my God, like I wonder if we could still be together in the future. Blah, 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 blah. I've had that with like my past two exes because they yeah. were both like very committed relationships and they both like it didn't end because the love was lost. So when we got out of the relationship, it was very much like maybe we'll be together in the future. But then you realize over time like nah. But I've never had the thing where like. I've gotten out of a relationship with an ex, had like my time to process and whatever. Like two and then years later. Yeah. We're and then still be like, maybe that. I should like, you know, I've yeah. never had that. But yeah. So we're going to just discuss all the ins and outs. I have a gigantic fucking note here of things. Um, Did you know, know Sandy and Craig, my parents were exes? Oh, my parents were too for a second. Oh, I do remember that. Yes. My parents dated in college and then broke up. Both got married in separate marriages. I think, oh, like, that's right. That's like you haven't I, even. I'm more pretty exchange. sure like eight years went by or something, and then they both got divorced, ran into each other at a grocery store, and then picked up right where they left off. Yeah, like what? So like sometimes it works out with your ex. Do you know why <laughs> they broke up the first time? Just like silly reasons, like oh, we're going our separate ways, like we're graduating college. Like yeah. it wasn't anything that serious. I think my dad was like an absolute fucker, like yeah. just partied and like whatever. My mom exactly. wanted to become a teacher, like just you know. Yeah, well that's why my parents originally. They dated for, oh my God, like so many years. And then I think they were actually, it was either that they were engaged or they were about to get engaged. And my dad was just being like an absolute dickhead, apparently. And so my grandma, like my dad's mom, told my mom. So literally my mom's boyfriend's mom at the time, uh, told my mom that she should dump her son. Because it would make him like realize like that he was like fucking up and he was being a dick. And so she did. She dumped him and it worked because then he was like he realized kind of like what he lost, whatever. And then they got back together and they got married and yada, yada, yada. So, you know, but anyways, that's funny. Both of our parents were exes. It shit happens. Shit happens. But uh, yeah. okay, listen, first of all, we're going to we're hitting the the why. Okay. Why do we want to get back together with our exes rather than find someone new? That is the question that everybody raises. Why would you want to get back together with an ex? You could find a totally new person. But that also the answer lies in the question itself. You know, why would you want to get back with an ex when you could find a totally new person? Because a totally new person, you know, you got to learn all about them. I literally put down that requires learning. Well, dating, it, yeah. Like it requires starting, dating, dating, starting all over hard. again. Yeah. yeah, so it requires learning about a whole new person rather than already having that prior knowledge. You know, when you go back to an ex, you know what they like, what they don't like, what ticks them off, what makes them happy. So it's like you're not starting from scratch, yeah. and some people hate starting from scratch. In conjunction with that, the other thing is that we are naturally comfortable with our exes because we've been with them for a long time, you know. So when you go back to an ex, it's comfortable versus when you meet someone new, it requires you to be a little bit uncomfortable at mm-hmm. first while you're trying to get comfortable with mm-hmm. them. Yeah. So that's kind of like why why would we want to go back to our ex? Uh, that's usually a big reason why. And it's not the only reason, 
But it it answers the question of why would we rather go back to an ex than find someone new? I feel like a lot of the time when someone, if it's been like at least six months, but if it's been like a while since that relationship, if someone wants, if they're like, if I have a girlfriend that starts like talking about her ex again and kind of like considering it, I've, I find that they're either like lonely and not really putting in the effort mm-hmm. to like work on themselves, put themselves out there, meet new people. And they're kind of just using it as like a cop out and because it's comfortable yep. Or it really can be like it's really either that or like you really love them and something is unfinished. There. Yeah, there at least needs to be like more closure or something to like help you move on or it's really like not finished. Yeah, exactly. So basically we wrote it down into asking yourself the five W's. Listen, you you guys probably learned the five fucking W's who, what, when, where, why. Oh, and the one H how Um, learn that shit in elementary school and It can be applied to so many things and it could literally be applied to this. So, you know, basically who was the ex and their personality traits? When did we break up? Why did we break up? Where was I mentally when I was with them? And what do I want out of rekindling with ex? Mm -hmm. So let's start with who was your ex and their personality traits? Was your ex a reliable person? Could you count on them for things? Were they just always being late to things, missing things? They weren't, you know, making you a priority, all those things. Did they treat you with respect? Was your ex, you know, I mean, it's right there. Did they treat you respectfully and made you feel loved and wanted? Or did were you just, you know, a little yeah. addition thing to their life? Um And then were they bubbly and fun or were they more shy? And does their personality align with what you are looking for in a partner? You know, maybe you want the outgoing, bubbly, crazy person and your, you know, significant other, your ex is on the more shy side or the opposite, then it might not be a good match anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, When did we break up? Timing plays a part. There's that saying, obviously, right person, wrong time. I've seen this a lot as I get older, I will say. It's a true thing. Yes. So that's the thing is, so I'm kind of torn on this because the older I get, I do say, yes, it's a thing. Um, I used to be like, no, because if it's the right person, they'll make the effort. yeah. Yeah, they'll figure it out and it'll be the right time. And like it works sometimes like I'd say with work buddy that was like a huge thing that we always said like right person wrong time because he just wasn't as mature as me and blah 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 but and then he put in the effort to really try to like catch up to me more but like I don't know it could have been a worse situation where he just couldn't have yeah like I see that a lot with my friends like I have a friend right now like they dated three years ago and they're still kind of like back and forth a little bit because it really did feel like right person time exactly just like the maturity level yeah the maturities like all that stuff so yeah timing does totally play a part in kind of like what we're talking about with maturity like were you guys stupid little high school teenagers when you first dated and then now you're like mature and in your 20s and you have your shit together like I feel like 19 to 22 and then once you hit like 24 to 26 different very different completely different eras of your life and if you broke up with someone when you're 19 and you're still thinking about them at like 24 yeah maybe try again because like you're in very different places yeah so exactly and then also I wrote down like how recently did you guys break up did you like break up yeah well yeah we'll get to the why obviously it's like right after that but yeah Yeah. did you guys break up like 
a few oh, weeks yeah, ago and yeah, it was like a yeah. little like thing or have you been broken Years. up for a very long yeah. time? It's better. I think the longer you're broken up, the better it is because it actually gives like that time for you to like heal and be your own people. Yeah. And if two years passes and you have put yourself out there and you've maybe even dated someone for a while and you're still thinking about someone that you were with two years ago, like you might really love them. Yeah. Like I, um, unless it's just like a filling the void thing and you haven't like put yourself out there enough. Yeah. But like if you're doing all the things and you're in your like healed like hot girl era and you're still missing them like and they are a good person and like whatever. Yeah. They, I don't know. You might want to try again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lily's yeah. obviously an advocate for the should you get back I with your ex. It really depends. But for me. Yeah. For me, it's just it's literally 50 50 for me. It's so it's so you like know? situational. Yeah. And then. What, what's the next one? Why did we break up? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, sometimes you break up for reasons that are, like, in that moment. But then, like, two years later, they no longer apply. Or they're, yeah. like, whatever. Like, maybe that person, you broke up with them because they were, like, a fucking party animal and so immature. And then two two years later, they're, like, not in that Slowing era at all. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, like, way, way different. And, like, kind of the person you really always wanted them to be. And, you know, we could work out if you try Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I told you that I spoke to an ex kind of recently. Remember, he, like, randomly texted yes. me. And I was like, oh, what? Yeah, yeah. And then called me. And like this is a guy. Ex, yeah. Yeah, this is a guy that I dated when I was 16 years old. Okay? And he was a complete asshole to me. This is actually the guy that we've made jokes about on the show before when Lily's like, you can't date a ginger because it's like you're dating my brother. Yeah. I dated this guy and he was a ginger. Um, <laughs> that plays a really big role. No, I'm like, no, it's. <laughs> So important. So important. No, but um. anyways, he was the biggest douchebag to me ever. Like, I can't even explain it. But he ended up calling me. Like, we broke up, whatever, while I was 16. Like, we dated for, like, seven or eight months, whatever. It's been, like, a decade, though. Yeah, no, exactly. He called me, like, four or five years later to apologize to me. And then I spoke to him, like, a year ago. He contacted me. And it's been one of those weird things where, like, he'll, like, hit me up and... It's like complete innocence. Yeah. It's just like, hey, like, kinda how are random. you doing? Whatever. What? It's just kind of random. It's yeah. very random. But my point being is that I can genuinely tell, like, obviously, I'm in a committed relationship now. I love my boyfriend. I would never get with this even guy. Even if you weren't in a relationship. Yeah. He's even if I wasn't, it's done want. and over with. However, I could tell by speaking to him on the phone, he is not that person. Yeah. That we were, we were 16. Yeah. I mean, 16 to 24. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But... Yeah, so that's why timing plays a part. Like, were you dating this person when they were a little fuck in high school right. and now you're in your 20s and matured and everything, you know? It depends. Um, but then, yeah, the why we, going back to why we broke up, uh, was there any infidelity? Was there any cheating, basically? Did one of you cheat on the other? And if you did, is it something that is forgivable or was it like, you know, we're you talking your like... your best friend. Like, yeah, yeah, like someone crazy. Is it something like, oh, like a little, like a, you know, you consider flirting, cheating, and they had a flirt or they had like a, a bar makeout one time and they were super remorseful for it? Or was it when you guys were together, this person was just fucking serial cheating on you all the time? They have a reputation of being a cheater in the past. Like, you know... Even if it was something like minor... They cheated on you once, but everyone's different. Like maybe I could get past that, whatever. But like yeah. if you 
think like if a year later you're really missing them but you know if you tried again like you still couldn't get past it it's just not worth exactly. it exactly that's why i wrote down like if so is it forgivable yeah and it, that's a thing that's like up to you some people you know like if their significant other goes and flirts with somebody else and they think that's cheating they will never be able to get over that and some people are like it's fine i forgive you just don't do it again able to move past it really easily yeah. so it depends it's all you know up to you um was there trust issues that's a big thing because if there was trust issues in the past there probably will be now mm-hmm. uh trust issues is a really big thing you got to really like working on trust issues I've had trust issues in relationships before and it takes a lot of work so that's you know was there trust issues and if there was are you willing to like work past those you know uh did you guys fight a lot and if so over what this is a very big thing because I remember like with with the guy I brought up before the ex when we were dating we would fight about fucking everything every little fucking thing but then also it's like are you fighting over something that's like a serious matter like are you trying to communicate something and it's not going through or are you fighting over like who's gonna wash the dishes you know yeah like that's so true yeah it depends and then did you break up over something serious or was it something solvable this has you know did you break up you know with reason or was it like you guys weren't just like on the right on the same path at that moment like yeah there's a million things that go into this um and then the next thing the where where were you I, I wrote this down i was probably proud of this one because this is something that you got to think about where were you mentally when you were with them I'm your so own lost mentality I found, it, I found it i found it <laughs> <laughs> we have that on our phone <laughs> anyways where was i mentally when i was dating them this mm. I feel like is a very big thing because I wrote down like while dating them, did they uplift you or did you feel drained? This is a very big thing because I feel like when you're in a relationship, you need to be with someone who's going to like, you know, motivate you to be your best. I'm not talking about, you know, the significant other that's going to every single day be like, you got this. Go get them. Yeah, like no. not like that, but like naturally you feel an energy from your significant other if you are you know are you drained when you're with them are you drained talking to them all that stuff or do they make you feel like you want to do your best for them for yourself yeah for everything you know and then how was your mental health as a result of dating this person you know this is like that's important it's very (laughs) important because like even when you got out of the relation first of all how was your mental health in the relationship because of them as a result of them and then when you got out of the relationship this is very telling too because when you get out of the relationship are you miserable you feel like they're the one that got away like all Mm -hmm. these things or are you like I like I've seen like TikToks of girls being like I was so anxiety driven for a whole year and I did not know why and then when me and my boyfriend broke up I was just fine that's how I felt when me and Jeff went to Turks and Caicos last year because I had just gotten out of the long relationship and like I just moved out and like really was like Uh done with it that was like the first week I was like yeah yeah yeah. I felt on top yeah you're just like and he was such a good person so it wasn't like him yeah it was just like the relationship yeah exactly sometimes it's not the person it's just like you're just we not don't compatible work well. yeah, yeah exactly. exactly shit like that happens um okay and then lastly the what uh what do I want out of rekindling with this ex are mm. you trying to have one last fling or are you actually like this is the person I can see me myself spending the rest of my life with you know because then it's worth it yeah <laughs> exactly like is this like your future person and then also this is very 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 big 
Are you willing to let go of the old image of your relationship and of your ex? Because if you're not willing to. This is a big one. If you are not willing to let that go or you can't let that go, it's probably not going to work. You have to start like from square one. That's really kind of what my friends. I just accidentally scrolled up on your phone. That's fine. I'm completely (laughs) lost anyway on this note. My I'm not going to get too into it because we're probably going to tell the full story sometime soon on the show. But I have a friend going through this talking to her ex again, which is kind of silly because that one coming silly little thing. It's a silly little thing. It really is. But that is the main issue is like they dated years ago and she's not sure if one of them is going to be able to like re introduce the relationship as like fresh and new and like they're two completely different people yeah. than they were years ago or if the other person's always going to think of them yeah how they were years ago exactly which wouldn't be fair but like I also understand I, I understand both you know yeah it's for some people it's easier to just like let go of that old image and start fresh and then for some people it's in, almost nearly impossible yeah you know? I've, I've had a hard time with it like I yeah. will say like I'm still on work bay's ass about things and it happened months ago but like I'm probably still gonna be for a while but yeah. like it's hard some people are just better at like letting go than uh-huh. others but you know yeah exactly so now just a few things extra things to consider uh these are just like some extra things that came to mind that don't necessarily fit in the five w's uh have they changed or grown as a person since the breakup very big because if thing. not it's going to be the same thing all over yeah again. exactly once again like you know if you guys break up because of like emotional maturity mm-hmm. emotional immaturity which is so are they emotionally common. mature now yeah very common even especially if people say in it's your for teens a different, and 20s yeah if people say it's like for a different reason it it could just be that they don't feel like you're where they're at yeah yeah exactly um do you trust this person to do better the second time around we talked about you know are they like trustworthy or was there trust issues but this is more so aside from like that do you trust the person to do better the second time around or on the contrary do you trust yourself to do better maybe you're the one that's at fault and you want to get back together with your ex do you trust yourself to do better you know say you and your ex broke up and you want to get back together with them but you're the one that cheated do you trust yourself not to cheat again and fuck off and do things like that? Period. You know? Yeah. Uh, and then when you started thinking about your ex and missing them, did you fantasize about the very start mm. dash the honeymoon phase of the relationship only? Because, you know, a lot of people will start to miss their ex and they'll start to crave them back because they're thinking about old memories of the relationship. But a lot of times they want their ex back because they're fantasizing about the honeymoon phase of right. their relationship. And they're only thinking about the good and not considering the bad that's happened and like why they ended up, you know, because at the beginning of a relationship, the first few months of the relationship, all you're trying to do is impress each other. Yeah. And if you're thinking, you say you guys dated for three years and you broke up and now you're like, oh my God, I miss them. I want to be with them again. But those first, you know, four or five months were amazing. But then the remainder of the two and a half years that you guys were together were absolute shit. You really got to think about that stuff and your mind will try and trick you and be like, because oh, well, you're that bad. literally like, you're missing a period of time. You're not missing a person. Yeah, you're exa- missing period. what you have, but you you'll, you can't get that back. It's never going to happen again. It's yep. done. It's a period of time that is over. Now. Yeah, like, exactly. It's not happening. And especially too, even if you guys get back together, you probably you might have that honeymoon phase for like a sec, a but solid it's two definitely. Weeks. Yeah, it's definitely going to be way more short lived than it was the first time around. You know, you already know each other. Yeah. (laughs) And then are you both willing to work on yourselves and the relationship to make it work this time around? You know, we were like before we wrote down, you know, do you trust this person to do better the second time around or do you trust yourself? 
And then this is more so like a thing like in conjunction. Are you both willing to put in the work? Because if like one person is like, I want to get back together with you. I'm going to put in all this work. And the other person's like, yeah, like I want to be with you too. But like, you know, they're like not really willing to work on themselves. It has to be equal give and take. Yeah. My life coach once told me relationships aren't 50-50. They are 100-100. Period. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to, I'm actually trying to think if we had any friends I guess who Jeff, got back with their exes Jeff did Jeff and Jackson broke yeah, up for a true. few months like so Jeff and Jackson Jeff oh came God. on the show Sorry, go on oh, Raquel they, and Kevin but I'll get to oh, that okay yeah that's another good one Jeff and Jackson have been together for over five years now they broke up in 2019 I want to say for three months which like isn't that long but like that's a pretty long time also to like yeah. not talk like they were like completely no contact whatever yeah. for at least like three months and then they slowly started like hooking up again and then got back together pretty quickly but like that was one of those things where like Jeff really did like I remember he put himself out there he went on dates he was doing the whole thing and it always just came back to Jackson and like the reasons they broke up weren't even that that's actually you bring up a really great point too because some people you know they think about getting back with their ex and stuff because they're not even trying to put themselves out there in the first place yeah they're just lonely they want want what's easy and what's familiar yeah and like that's that's when it's really like toxic like I will say like you at least need to try yeah (laughs) so a a even better example honestly that I just thought of I can't believe I didn't bring this up is my friend Raquel and her current boyfriend Kevin who are going so strong so fucking strong I do love them they yeah they're great so so basically Raquel me and Raquel have been friends since my junior year of high school and she was dating this guy Kevin and they dated for like a year or two I think in high school I have to get the full story from her but they dated for like a year or two I remember when they broke up, he was just like being a dick. He was, you know, it was high school. He was immature, like all those things. High school feels like a like literally a decade a ago. Decade it ago. was like seven years ago now, but yeah, it feels I like know. even longer. But yeah, no. So he was just, you know, high school boy shit, whatever. They broke up. They both dated totally different people for a very long time. They were broken up for like three years, years. maybe three yeah. or four years. And then they were still in the same friend group, though. And Raquel was in a relationship with this other guy for like two or three years. Broke up with him because he just like couldn't really get a shit together. It's a whole thing. But once they broke up because her and Kevin were in the same friend group, they started to like slowly rekindle and whatnot. And then they decided to like kind of casually start dating. But Raquel was very nervous because she was like, I don't want to be the bitch that gets back together with my ex, you know. But I remember... Essentially one day, I forget how it happened, but I remember Kevin basically gave her an ultimatum and was like, I'm like, I want to be with you again. Like, you know, like, are we going to be together or are we not? Because if you're going to sit here and still be like, you know, skeptical, skeptical about getting back together with your ex, like, I can't stay here forever. Yeah. Like, you know, That's be fair. with me or not. No, yeah. it was very fair of him. And she knew that. So then she took a leap of faith and was like, yeah, let's be together again. And they have been strong ever since. They've been together for like two or three years now. They live together. Like, and I see them all the time. So cute. And yeah. also... This is, oh my God, this is a, you know what, this is a quality man because Kevin was part of the friend group of like guys, not the friend group, he was just part of the group of guys in high school that actually used to make fun of me that were my bullies. Yeah. Um, But he kind of like faded out of it and then when him and Raquel got back together, like a few months of them dating and she told me that she got back with him, I didn't really hold a grudge, but I did go out to brunch with them one time when they first started dating. Is my first time seeing Kevin since high school and he literally apologized to my face and was like, <sighs> Which yeah, is- I was immature 
immature. We were all stupid, like blah, 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 blah. And like really owned up to it. And to it. some people that probably sounds like the bare minimum. But yeah. like the amount of people that do not do this. That yeah. Both of us have seen people from high school that were horrible, horrible to us. Yeah. And just casually were like, oh my God, good to see you. Yeah. As if like nothing. Yeah. yeah so that was like really huge. Yeah. So it was really, it was really great of him because then it proved, you know, not only is he like emotionally mature enough now to date my best friend, but he also has the emotion and the emotional maturity to look back on his wrongdoings, even though like, obviously I would have forgiven him anyways. It was fucking high school. Everyone was emotionally immature, but it was yes. very nice of him to literally sit me down and be like, hey, listen, like, I hope there's no bad blood. I was so stupid. It was lame. Well, like, even though it was know. high school, I think it does, it says a lot about his maturity to know that, like, yeah, it was high school when we were young and whatever, but, like, words hurt and, like, whatever he said yeah. to you hurt your feelings. And, like, being bullied in high school, you do carry that with you for, yeah. in your 20s and, like, for a lot of your life. So it was yeah. very, very mature. I will say, to give him benefit of the doubt, he wasn't necessarily, like, the worst of that group. No, he was a bystander, really. Yeah. No, but 100%. Still, the fact that, like, he knew that, too. Like, I think he knew he didn't, like, really say anything yeah. directly to and me but even by association apologize. still apologized so Huge. that's a fucking quality man right there and that is a perfect example of getting back with an ex where it worked out and I'm pretty sure that they're actually gonna get engaged soon we were like talking about it so I mean Holy I like shit. there's like I mean there's like there's no way like they're going they're so like they are Not just like so attached at the hip and so like madly in love oh my like God, so cute there's just yeah it is really cute so perfect example um anyways moving on we're moving on to the four r's okay when we were planning this episode i ended up coming across this woman her name is dr jen mann she's a licensed marriage and family therapist and she wrote this book and she wrote about this theory of the four r's and the four r's are just these four things uh that you know when it comes to making amends with your ex in order to get back successfully so these are the four, you know, we talked about the W's that you got to ask yourself that we came up with. You got to ask yourself the four R's too, because I thought that was pretty interesting. Number one is remorse. A heartfelt apology comes from the realization of the hurt that you have caused. Saying I'm sorry is not enough. Those are just words. A meaningful apology verbalizes the understanding of the pain that you have caused and shows regret for the actions taken. This is a really big thing. This is like if you guys... This is more so obviously if you guys broke up for like if somebody hurt the other person like yeah. cheating which or isn't something. yeah it's not always cheating like no it's not obviously so that's what I'm saying this is only if there was something along those lines where like somebody got hurt sometimes it's as simple as like the friend I was talking about it's as simple as one of them broke up with the other person because of like kind of stupid reasons yeah, to be honest exactly and they they were just so hurt that yeah. they even broke up with them like it's as simple as that sometimes yeah so that's that and then responsibility taking responsibility is. Sh- is showing ownership of your actions as well as their impact, even if the pain caused was unintentional. When you take responsibility, you're letting the other person know that you understand the gravity of the situation that you have caused and recognize what you've done wrong. This is a really big thing. Taking responsibility for your actions, you know, despite like, you know, whatever it was, is I think, you know, taking responsibility is a very powerful thing to do. Yeah, it's it a is. very vulnerable thing to do. Yeah. You know? uh, recognition. It's important to provide a forum to talk through what what happened and process everybody's feelings. When people know that their pain has been heard, it helps them heal. This is a really mm-hmm. big thing. Getting back with an ex, a lot of communication there. Yeah. You know, a lot of communication. And then finally, remedy. The person making amends must repair the damage that has been caused and take action to avoid repeating the bad behavior. Having a plan of action that addresses the issue 
that caused the person to behave badly is a good start. Sometimes that can mean ditching social media, switching jobs, attending therapy, things like that. So yeah, these going four to hours, rehab. Period. I know. Going to rehab. <laughs> I literally copy, copy and pasted. That's this. relatable. So yeah. So this is all like I said. This is from <laughs> Dr. Jen Mann. Um, We're going so, to rehab. Like yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Period. I mean, well, some people break up because you know, like Hello? they're sick. Yeah. Like literally they're all my exes. Yeah. Like, can we well, stop drinking. Thank you. Yeah. No. Exactly. <laughs> like break up because like they actually have like you know an issue with drugs or alcohol or something like that so yeah. it's totally valid so yeah but these are more <laughs> so, so valid take this you know into your own situation you know like is there something necessarily that this is more so like if somebody has something to apologize for if you hurt somebody it doesn't necessarily have to be cheating or something but you know just if one person got more hurt than the other i, fe- I feel like these four r's and like what she's saying is that like if you are going to get back together with your ex, it's not going to be like this magical little reunion right off the bat. Like it's actually oh, yeah. going to take, it's probably going to be like one step forward, 10 steps back. Yeah. Continue, continue. And like, if you really want it to work, like you'll get past that. And then you guys will be like really happy and in that bubble phase again. But yeah. like in the beginning, it's going to be a lot of tough conversations, a lot of work and you know, a lot of like getting comfortable with each other, setting boundaries. It's, yeah. it's not going to be easy. Like no, if you back together all. with an ex, it's not just going to be like, oh my God, yay, we're back together. You're thinking because you're getting back with an ex, it's going to be comfortable right away again. No, no it's going to be hella uncomfortable. Harder. Yeah. Literally harder than something, starting something new. Yeah. It, lit- it really is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, you know, basically, you know, remember it's your decision. Uh, also wrote down, we talk about this often, uh, consider what your friends and family say, but I ultimately... Listen to your gut. You know Period. what is best for you. Everybody can have their own opinion. Sorry, I'm like yawning. But um, yeah, no, everybody will always have their own opinions of your relationship. But at the end of the at the end of the day, you know yourself best and you also know the person that you're getting back together with best. So, you know, I'm not saying totally tune everybody out because yeah. you obviously want to take people's, you know. Also, it depends on your track opinions, record. But yeah. Like I, I experienced this a lot with WorkBay because obviously my friends were like worried about me and, and concerns and whatever. But I it's I didn't have a track record of like constantly making the wrong decision with guys. Yeah, yeah. Which is why I feel like in the end, my friends kind of were just like, oh my God, do whatever you want. Like, yeah, that's very de- Like if, if this is your ex who's like cheated on you a thousand times and you're just trying to make excuses for him and your friends are like, every time you've gotten back together with him, it is just mm-hmm. no good, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Then you're going to want to consider what they say a little bit more. But, you sometimes you know. need to like, uh, it's a mature thing to like do a little reflection and be like, yeah. you know what? I don't always, a lot of girls and a lot of guys, when it comes to relationships, make bad decisions like mm-hmm. they they don't listen to their head they only listen to their heart or vice versa like whatever yeah. so if you you have to do some self-reflecting and be like can I make this decision by myself yeah. like am I because I know my roommate is a little all over the place right now emotionally so she keeps coming to me for advice and like really listening to me and really taking my advice because yeah. she's like I am not in the headspace to be making yeah, these calls making, right now yeah but if you feel like super clear and like no I know exactly what I should do and even if I make the wrong mistake like at least it's on me like I'm not listening to yeah. anyone else like I think it's just it's mature to sometimes recognize that like maybe you do need help making a decision yeah. but if you don't feel that way then don't also, listen to people. <laughs> yeah, additionally, speaking of like, you know, making a decision for yourself and everything, I also feel like, you know, 
we tend to sometimes when we get out of a relationship, despite who hurt who, we automatically tend to pin everything on the other person. So being able to reflect and be like, oh, well, maybe, you know, even if they did a lot of things, odds are you fucked up a little bit, too. Oh, 100 percent. In some way. Yeah. I am a huge culprit of self-sabotage, which we talked about. We want to do an episode on. Yeah. I have this like terrible thing. Sometimes I tend to self-sabotage relationships because I get in my own head with things. So being able to admit where you were wrong equally will help you. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so in the end, should you get back together with your ex? I don't fucking know. That's up to you. Yeah, it's no. very, very dependent. Yeah, obviously. completely dependent. Um, You know, it depends. Like if you asked yourself all the questions and all the things that we talked about in this episode, and you know, if, you know, going back to like, I'm scrolling back, you know, um, was there any infidelity if you're like, yeah, there wasn't. Was it forgivable? No, I don't. I don't think so. Were there trust issues? Oh, yeah, there was a lot. Did we fight a lot? Yeah, we did fight did a lot. Did he not like, prioritize? Yeah, yeah. like, ah, he didn't really prioritize me, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, answer these very truthfully. Don't lie to yourself. Uh, and you should get your answer. But there know? is just such a negative connotation with getting back with your ex but like yeah. it really isn't always like that like obviously what she just said like those are the situations where it's like eh. yeah but like there's situations as simple as like they moved away from the city you live in now they're moving back and you're yeah. like oh shit like do I want to like it's, it can be as simple as that sometimes yeah. and I think it's about like are they a good person or not? Am I more mature than I used to be? And just kind of like, I don't know, figuring out like where we are now. Yeah. Are we going to work now? Yeah. And are we able to put the past yeah. behind us? Yeah. Literally. Uh, yeah. And then I wrote down to be very corny at the end. I wrote down sometimes it does take losing a person to mm. realize what you had. Yeah. So shit happens. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think once you've gone through it too, you learn. Like I, I really, like I said, never had the situation where like I broke up with someone every time I broke up with someone it felt very very finished so I never had that experience of like missing an ex but when me and Workbay broke up there was obviously a while where I thought like we were never gonna get back together but I was like oh he's always gonna be that guy that I never want to run into and then I'm never gonna be over and like yeah so like I did finally like realize what that felt like and I think you just have to like really trust your gut and just be like fuck it I'm either just gonna like do it or not like yeah. I don't know at a certain point you just have to be like either go for it 100% instead of just sitting around talking about your ex for months you know what I just you know what I just thought about what a great follow-up episode to this would be uh eventually would be okay so you decided that you are getting back together with mm, your ex yeah. how do you make that move how do you start that that's the episode we should have worked by on for <laughs> Because it did take Work losing day. me, did take losing me to realize what he had. That's for damn yeah, a hundred percent. Time for a toxic confession, guys. Mm-hmm. It's time. Uh, all right. So this girl goes, I finally have a toxic confession. Oh I love when yes. they send that because I'm like, they've been waiting. I feel like things they've happen been to you guys. And like, as soon as they're done, you're like, oh, fuck, I got a DM. You're like, this Christina. is the toxic confession. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So she goes, I finally have a toxic confession. Damn, that's Basically. Long. It's actually, it's not that long, oh, okay. trust me. <laughs> okay. I know, I read, at first I was like, hmm, but it's good. Okay. At least I think. It's interesting. Um, basically, my boyfriend has problems with me going out in college. We dated two years, we dated for two years, and he decided that one random Thursday not to talk to me for 36 hours after I told him I was going out. Wow, fuck this guy. But I... <laughs> Honestly, that was me like a few years ago. You're in college and you're just like, hey, babe, I'm going to go out tonight. And he doesn't talk to you for, what is that, a day and a half? so drama. Fuck that. I'm obsessed. She goes, I'm not a big drinker or a party goer, but I'm always down for fun. Same girl. Um, (laughs) She goes, I was so upset when he did that. Then the next week comes around. I told him again that I was going out. 
He then texted me horrible things. Okay. I called his mom, my best friend, and got his best friend to go over to make sure he was safe. But after that, I was frustrated. Oh, so he... She said he texted me horrible things and she called his mom and her best friend and his best friend to make sure he was safe. He's probably Jesus. making some like wow. wild claims. He was going to do something to himself. You know what I mean? Good Anyways. Lord. She goes, so I decided that it's time for a break. I said, give me three weeks. It was less than a week. And I told him that I would be loyal to him the whole time. Then the next Thursday, I go out stress-free and I spend the entire night in a room with a guy that I had a mini crush on for a bit, but we would never do, but would never do anything with. We only kissed, but it was enough for me to realize that I have this huge crush on this guy. So anyways, I'm going to go break up with my boyfriend now. <laughs> Perfect. You know what? I'm all about that. Yeah, you know what? It, sometimes it takes someone to realize, but also, first of all, I don't condone cheating. However, this, if he, if you're like, hey, babe, I'm going out on like a harmless night out and he ghosts you for 36 hours and then the next time you tell him you're going out, he claims that he's going to do like some self-harm. He needs help. He shouldn't be in a relationship. He I've, should not be I in a relationship. I will say, I really think it's a thing that girl, when a girl cheats when a guy cheats he sometimes will fuck up the best things ever had when a girl cheats it's usually because she's not being treated right and because the relationship's already i swear to yep. god anytime i've seen a girl cheat on a guy whether it's i knew always them or because not she is not happy in her relationship it's a horrible relationship like it always makes sense at least like it's yeah. still i still don't condone it at all and like i would stop a friend from doing it yeah. but like <laughs> it but usually still, makes more sense than a guy you know it does guys pick the silliest times to do yeah, it they're like oh we're the time. happiest we've ever been i'm gonna go fuck that up like, right. <laughs> like okay i'm gonna go make out with a blonde yeah like, like it's you no, know no why does she have to be blonde every it's time always the like, always <laughs> fuck them blondes like, <laughs> hello like hey, i mean Kren. actually well no i made a joke to green we were talking about it today and um I like made a joke about blondes and uh, his ex was a blonde. Mm. And so I like made a blonde joke. And then he goes, actually, her hair is purple now. And I go, how'd you know that? Oh. <laughs> but no, I was just fucking with him. He, they still follow each other. They're like kind of like a situation with me and, you know, NYU. Oh, dude, exes it don't just, like, bother didn't, me. It just like didn't work Depending out, on the know? situation, exes shit. do not bother yeah. me. Right. Yeah. It depends. Some people have a psycho ex. Yeah, well, no, there's obviously certain scenarios yeah. where, like, I would know if that was, like, unfinished business type thing. Oh, yeah, 100%. I look at work based exes yeah. and I'm like, I'm good. It's like when you get into a relationship with someone, you just got to be like, they're an ex for a reason. Like, you guys broke up for a reason. Right. I mean, everyone you has know, their, I'm like, here now. insecurities. Like, some people, that's, like, I know work and my roommate, Ryan, like, that's, like, a thing for them. Like, they get really, like, insecure, insecure about, about exes. exes. And, like, mm -hmm. that's fine because I get insecure about certain things, too. But I'm just, like... Yeah, that wouldn't be the thing I would pick. Like, yeah, me neither. I don't know. I just, I, I never get like frustrated over exes because no. I'm just like, you guys broke up. You've been broken up for a while. Like, it, you broke up for a, like for a reason, obviously. Yeah. And I would hope you know, I have trust in my partner that they're not going to go There's no and date me. Business. Yeah. yeah. If there's something unfinished between them, you yeah. know? So it's like, you just got to have, I feel like trust. people who have been in long-term relationships know that better than people who haven't. Cause they're like, yeah. babe, once it's done, it's done. Like yeah. we had years to figure that shit yeah. out. I've it only ever really done. been in long-term relationships. Me too, but work so, hasn't. Yeah. So he's like, I've only been in like situationships. I'm like, yeah, well mm -hmm. that shit's never over. You're still like messaging on Instagram. Yeah. I'm like, 
vibes. Once it's done after four years, it's done. Yeah, it's like, done. Let me tell you. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Anyways, that's all. That's all. Mm, we hope you liked our neon <laughs> sign today. I know we were. You watched. I can't stop looking hours. at it in the viewfinder. I know. It's so Is it? It's gonna not be backwards, right? Oh, I totally didn't think about that. No, it shouldn't be, though. And if it is, I'll just do a little mirror. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Anyways. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Make sure to go follow us at Gin Toxic Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And DM us on Instagram. What's the most toxic thing you've ever done this week, last week, or ever? We need to know. We need to know. Uh, Yeah, follow us on our personal social medias. It's always in the bio, wherever you listen to this. And, um, oh, I also <gasps> hope you, I hope you guys like my best pro shop hat. Also, someone made a fake TikTok. Oh, okay. Let's address this really quickly. Um, Basically, <laughs> I just remember that. The TikTok, guys, you remember that TikTok that went viral? The reason that my boyfriend actually hit me up back in the day uh, that we made a TikTok and I was like, oh, if you're a man that lives in New York City, like, you know, whatever. And Lily into her house and she's like, take me, take her on a date, eat her ass, whatever. You guys remember the viral TikTok. Uh, it started going viral again and I started getting a bunch of DMs from all these random guys and I was like oh, what's going on though because the analytics on the GNT you know Instagram and TikTok and my personal TikTok were not aligning come to find out somebody made a TikTok page it's called Beauty Chicky 2 so if you guys want to look it up and report it for like impersonation that'd be great uh, because they are profiting off of our viral videos yeah they like reposted a shit ton of GNT videos that are blowing the fuck up <laughs> and I just know for Literally damn sure insane. that they have fucking they are definitely part of like creator marketplace or some shit so they're profiting off of us not cool um at least we know we're really funny right at least it validates it doesn't that matter funny. who posts it it's going viral right we're funny i know and now it got me thinking i'm like what would happen if we just reposted it again would it go viral again probably like we're really funny right <laughs> but that's just like a life hack to easy views i know just, well people do that they'll be like reposting my most viral video and it yeah goes viral again I'm like, okay. yeah whatever we'll have better we have more reels and stuff coming out anyway it's not the point okay we're gonna Bye. go Love i want to eat goodbye <laughs> Illy. <laughs> <laughs>